Jill Scott there featuring Anthony Hamilton with a So in Love. 20 minutes before 5 o'clock. This is Sound Awake. My name is Kanye Makubane. Welcome to the show where we help you start your day informed and empowered. And continuing on that very tip this morning, let me welcome our Get Up and Go guest this morning. Her name is Malebu Sipodi and she is an author. She's written a book entitled Misbehave. She's also an activist and and she has contributed extensively on different media platforms. She is a 2017 Vitz City Institute Mellon Fellow and the recipient of the Walton Albertina Sisulu Prize at Vitz University. Malebu, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Uh, good morning. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. Thank you for, for joining us. Before we continue with our discussion, tell us what is your get up and go, your daily morning routine that gets you going? Uh, the daily morning routine that gets me going is, you know, it changes. Um, it, it changes with different times, right? And I guess, like, uh, in the past, I could say that being able to make a difference in people's lives, knowing that um, with all the suffering that's going on, that you are able to contribute to someone every single day mm-hmm. gives you another, you know, mo- moment for you to just up and go but lately um there's a lot of big people who who are passing away right so i've i've seen that the older you get yeah um the more it becomes quite a reality that you actually that you lose people through death and that has been a, a a staggering reality for me saying that life is quite fragile yeah. tomorrow is not promised Right, and so you want to make sure that you live today to the best of your ability because you might not be here, or the people around you might not be here. So make sure that you deliver. Obviously, it's not going to be the same every day, but mm. you know, mm. for that, for 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 the time that you can actually, it's provided so effective and impactful in the way that I see life, like completely um, on a different scale. Now, you've written a, a book entitled Misbehave, which was published uh, last year by Blackbird Books. And it's a memoir that you, you wrote and you say that it's about, uh, you know, detailing your journey as a black woman in South Africa, choosing to live mm-hmm. life on your own terms, not according to society's mm-hmm. expectation. What motivated the book? What well, you know, it's. It's it's really about how we grow up as black women, um, you know, from being a black girl right into womanhood. And you see how society conditions you, um, not just in, you, in, in, in your family, not just um, in the household, but everywhere else. You know, there are certain ways that society conditions women, um, whether it is in different institutions, in the corporate, everywhere. And you find good, you don't own yourself. So everybody has a piece, everybody's a spokesperson to say what you should grow up and what you should be. Mm-hmm. And you, you look you look around and you're like, but why doesn't it seem that other groups of people, you know, in power do not do not do not, do not experience this, right? And for me then this is where the misbehavior comes from, where you are where you are brought up in a confined in a certain box to take a certain to take certain things. You know, there's certain ways that women must behave, you know, ladies must behave. Um there's certain aspirations that you must have as a woman, you know, you you are brought up to say marriage is, is the ultimate goal yeah. and um that 
that you are the neck, you know, you're supposed to support a certain man and the gender is binary. So these are the things that you grow up in the boxes that you get put in. But then you decide that actually there is an, there should be an alternative. What if I don't want all of this and I want to live life on my own terms? And um, for me, this is what misbehavior is about. It's, it's actually, it's not about being bad or good. It's literally about choosing a certain norm that society doesn't subscribe to, that society frowns upon because they're not used to a woman living her best life, choosing the life that she wants to live, right? Mm, But mm. on another side as well is that while growing up, there are these power dynamics that we see, you know, power dynamics such as race, such as gender, such as sexuality that control um, our lives at large and we don't really um, understand them and they become very ac- academic. So I also wanted to write this book in a way saying that these are the power dynamics that I've engaged with that have really shaped my life and my worldview. And so how do I write these different concepts in a very accessible manner so that when I talk about issues of race with my great-grandmother, she knows exactly what I'm talking about. When I talk about issues of sexuality with my great-grandmother or with anybody who doesn't read um, these academic things, uh, you know, so it was for me then using myself, my, my body as a black woman and saying, how have I interacted with these power dynamics and how I've navigated my life in order for me to choose you know, the life that I want to live, a.k.a. to misbehave. Mm, very, very true. Mm. And did it liberate you in many ways writing this book? It was, you know, writing the book was quite scary in a sense that I've been doing activist work for a very long time. And, and, and you know, ex- activist work does include putting yourself on the line and making society uncomfortable. So um, the book is quite an uncomfortable book. Um, as, as It's a simple read, but it's quite a, a, a deep, it, goes with, it talks about really deep concepts and it's quite an uncomfortable book. And, um, you know, as cliche as this sounds, but, you know, if you feel uncomfortable, um, if you go through, you know, some rough terrains, you know, when you do feel victory, it's really, really sweet. So I must say that in the beginning, it was a daunting exercise to write to because I had to use a lot of my personal stories in order for me to explain um, certain experiences. Uh, I had to use my story in order for me to, to explain what black African feminism looks like. And, you know, the debates around that. I had to use my experiences to talk about gender-based violence in our country. I had to use my experiences to talk about economic, um, um, you know, the, the disparities inequalities in our country. So these are uncomfortable conversations. But I do think that they, they, the more people engage with the material, what has been really great for me is how people, uh, the readers have engaged with the material because I've had the opportunity to sit with many book clubs since the book has been uh, published. And this, for me, is the crux of it, you know, being able to listen to the readers to say, uh, you know, this is how do they receive this material. For me, it's been really liberating in a sense to see how people have used my life story or, you know, the content of the book to reflect back into their lives and to say, you know, this is this is how I was thinking before I read the book and this is, you know, what I'm thinking afterwards. What can we collectively do um, in society to, you know, to, to affect social change? Mm. So that has been for me something that has liberated me from not the writing exercise itself, but more, more like the product. And it's an ongoing thing. 
Now, what would your advice be to someone who feels defeated and is not looking forward to starting this day? I would say, um, you know, it's okay for you to feel sad because um, life is quite tough, right? I'm not going to lie to people and say, you can do it, you can do it. But um, after feeling sad, you should really try and shake it off and try your best. Every single day we try our best. As we said, life is not guaranteed, and tomorrow um, it could be a better day. We we really don't know. The only thing that we are we know that we can do is find out what tomorrow brings. And so, bring let's let's give our best. Let's you know let's let's try let's try best every single day. And if you do need help, please reach out to someone because there are different platforms that allows you to go and reach out so that you can um, yeah better yourself. Wonderful. And before I let you go, Malibu, is there an inspirational quote or message that you can share with our listeners? Well, I will really um, touch on the the, the quote that uh, from my book. It says, um, "Well-behaved women seldom make history." It just it just talks about, um, and it's by um, uh, oh my gosh, it's early in the morning. <laughs> my mind has reached a blank, but it's by Ulrich and. This is how I've actually appropriated the quote, saying that, you know, let's make history or her story and let's misbehave. I like that. Let's misbehave. Thank you so much to you for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you this morning. That is Amale Busipodi, and she is an author of a book entitled Misbehave. It is a memoir. And in her book, Malebu tracks her journey as a black woman in South Africa, choosing to live life the way she wants to, uh, the way she chooses to live it, even if it means challenging some of society's norms and expectations. Do go and get yourself a copy of this book.